This is Sports Talk with Jack Wilson on News Talk 770, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Down the sidelines, 30, 35 at the 40, cut it inside at the 50, at midfield, in full stride, Hamilton 50, Hamilton 40, Hamilton 30, Hamilton 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Stampeders, a sensational Roy Finch punt return gives the Stampeders a touchdown. Wow, that was what really got the ball rolling for the Calgary Stampeders on Saturday night. A 97-yard punt return, second longest in team history. It gave the Calgary Stampeders a 9-0 lead. And then everybody remembers what happened in the second quarter. 30 points on the board for the Calgary Stampeders as they roll over the Hamilton Tiger Cats by a 60-1 to final. And we get to talk about it now with the head coach of the Calgary Stampeders. A real pleasure for Tom's House of Pizza to be joined by Dave Dickinson. Hey, Dave, how you doing? I'm good, Jack. How you doing? Well, I tell you what, I'm I'm still a little bit in shock because I, I I I liked your team's chances, but I certainly didn't see that one coming. No, I mean it's not going to happen very often at all. But you know, I I was happy our guys were ready to play, and uh, we took the game serious. And uh, I didn't feel we started out that great personally, and then Roy did provide that spark and then once we started rolling yeah we we played well well without a doubt and, and Roy Finch he just he does add some dynamics to the special teams doesn't he he does he's been uh, like you said he's had a, a good start to the season and uh, we've been playing a little bit more at running back too and he did he made some nice plays for us there too and uh, got you know for me it just he always catches it back there um uh, he's always seems dangerous, and obviously he took that one in the house, which uh, that's impressive. Mm-hmm. So you deal with a little bit of adversity in the first quarter because you lose one of your top receivers, Kamar Jordan, and, you know, like it's been all season long, next man up, uh, Mark and Michelle just has an outstanding game for your team. He finds the end zone. He makes a couple of huge catches, setting up touchdowns for your team. Uh, that's what this team is all about this year, Dave, isn't it? Well, so far, I mean, uh, we practice those situations. I think we actually give our backups more reps than most teams. I know we do the quarterback position because uh, we we let Andrew and, and get in there and do other things. So we're ready for it. Doesn't mean you're going to play well. And I was real impressed with the communication uh, with Devaris and, and Mark and more Devaris because I mean he he's learning the whole game plan at W, and then he he has to go in at, at a different position that he didn't play at all in training camp. And like I said, a lot of those. Plays and calls could have been designed for him, but uh, Markin was the beneficiary of, of, of Bo reading the field and Andrew, so uh, ultimately it was a good team win. Uh, the, the strange stat of the night was with Markway McDaniel. Wasn't targeted once, obviously didn't have a catch in that game. How does that work out in a game like that? Uh, I mean, he was open and uh, he had some calls, you know, it just didn't find him. Uh, I'll give him credit, though. He was super physically blocked extremely well. He was, he was very gritty inside and never heard him complain. I took him out early as well. I mean, only played like one series the second half. So, uh, but yeah, definitely surprising, but we didn't have a ton of completions in the first half. Uh, we had some big plays in there though. And obviously we were staying with the run game. Mm-hmm. Uh, a- any idea how KJ is? Why? Well, good idea. He's, he's certainly, uh, I mean, he's, he's definitely not going to play this week and okay. we'll see how fast the healer is. We'll put him on six game though. Uh, why not add someone else to that list? But uh, <laughs> it wasn't a small injury, but uh, hoping he's a fast healer. Oh, yes, another player on the six-game injury list. Go figure, eh? Uh, although uh, you could get some players back this week because now you're heading into uh, game number seven. Uh, Smitty probably is the closest. Uh, it, would that be a fair statement on my part? Yeah, I can't see. Uh, you know, we got to make sure this, this uh, practice, and we only have one this week, but we have to 
uh, give all these guys a chance to get on the field. And, and uh, uh, But I think Smitty's been ready, and uh, I'm not uh, going to commit to anything yet, but I have to admit our, our back end played extremely well. And that is always, you know, a choice. To, you know, if they're playing really well, do you want to change it up? But you, you're talking about a leader, a guy that's uh, done it many, many times, and uh, so that's a decision I guess I'll have to make. Well, I guess the the one thing you can look at is, you know, you, you've got to be pretty happy. You're four, one, and one. You've had all these players in the six game injured list. You, you've got the bye week after the Toronto game. That does give you a little bit of luxury if you if you just want to keep them on that, uh, you know, that that one game injured list for one more week. Yeah, I think when they're ready and uh, you feel they're the best player, you play them. I think uh, you just play. I, I'm when you say I, I think we're in a decent spot. We we always, in my opinion, you always want to keep your head above water uh, until that Labor Day starts, and then you really got to be gelling and you want to be above 500 and you want to be trying to build your team. Uh, every win you get early like this, so it can pay huge dividends, and you see how the West is so competitive, and obviously you got a team in the West undefeated, so. You got to keep winning to, to keep pace, and uh, we're hoping to do that this weekend. So John Huffnagel would always break the season down into thirds, and 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 I did have Huff on last week. We were talking a little bit about the '92 championship team, and I I asked him for his thoughts on on the first five games of the season. But now you've hit you know the the third mark, you know six games in the book. So let me ask the coach, uh, what what are your thoughts on the first six games and the first third of the season? Well, see him and I. There's one of our major differences. I like to break it into quarters, and because okay. to me. Uh, uh, football is a four-quarter game, and so I actually count the preseason because I know they're working hard, and and that that takes a toll from their body. And but I'm happy with it. I think we we haven't played. Um, uh, I'm not going to say great football, but we are getting better. If you look even at the games we won earlier in the year, we were kind of doing it with smoke and mirrors, and guys believing, and, and a few guys making some great plays. And our last two wins, we've been playing better, and uh, obviously this this past week was probably our best game. So, if you get better and you continue to to just to take it in small steps, uh, you you can build into something special, and that's what we're trying to do. I did have this text from one of our listeners on Saturday night uh, in the post game show, and, and I'll share it with you because this was Kurt, and Kurt said, you know, score is one thing, but when you know later on in the year comes or even the playoffs, this game allowing so many non-starters valuable playing time will pay off tremendously. That is, that is a, you know, a text from one of the listeners, but I'm sure as the head coach you would certainly agree. Well, you hope it does. I mean, for me, it was good. Uh, uh, you know, I know I, I wanted to see Andrew in a game that, that certainly uh, wasn't mop-up time. When you put your guys in in mop-up time, you're, you basically you just try to get the game over and you're trying to run the ball, and you're not really giving your quarterback a chance to execute the offense. And I felt like we had a big enough lead at half that I could put Andrew in and actually call a real game and, and let him execute the offense just like we were in a tie ball game. And that's the way I called that third quarter. And I thought he did excellent. And, you know, it's also nice, like you said, anybody that's kind of banged up, we didn't put certain guys at risk. We ended up playing every single buddy every single person on our team some, and that really feels good, too, because then uh, special teams matter, but a lot of these guys still want to play O&D, and for them to get in and, and share in a win like that, I think it helps build that camaraderie you're looking for. Anthony got his first touchdown pass in the Canadian Football League. Do you remember your first touchdown pass? I do. I ran a fake field goal, threw it to Ronnie Meyer, 
about, a, I don't know, maybe a 30-yarder. The problem with it is my first touchdown pass, and yet I, I knew Ron Meyer was never going to catch another one. So I had to let him have the ball, and uh, luckily I threw a few more. But, uh, yeah, I certainly remember it. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny because uh, it wasn't a fake field goal attempt, but uh, almost the first touchdown attempt or pass would have been, you know, to Renee Paredes from Anthony, uh, uh, for, from uh, from Andrew Buckley. But that one didn't quite get pulled off properly, did it? No, I mean, that just showed you our day, though. I mean, we, we definitely got the plays uh, that came to us. Um, we make a mistake, and then uh, they, they, they end up hitting one of our guys downfield, so we get the call. And, and, you know, at that time, like I said, it certainly wasn't the game, wasn't going to make or break the game, but I, I'm I'm always looking for the guys to get better and, and perfection. It does give us a chance to work on something we call, basically a fire if you get a bad snap. Hopefully it doesn't happen too often, but always something there to coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, so all three phases of the football game, obviously you scored a special teams touchdown, defensive touchdown, uh, you scored a number on offense. Uh, uh, it, it, it's sort of a reason why it was such a blowout, because I would say your team won all three phases of the game and won all three phases pretty convincingly. Is that, is that a good way to sum it up? Yeah, I mean, I, I think uh, special teams made the – I thought they actually uh, started us off, and all, ultimately they were the ones that I thought kept the energy going and all that. And then I think our defense had their best game. I uh, feel like, like you said, our back end uh, uh, has really been stepping up and, and uh, you know, going against still a pretty complex system, and, and I felt like they were the leaders. Offensively, what I liked about it is we just kind of – we had a pretty good game up front. I thought our offensive line – uh, kept our quarterbacks clean and, and blocked probably our best game there. So looking at those parts of your your team, you're always uh, feeling good if the, those parts are playing well. Okay, before I open it up to the uh, the fans, I, I know we got lots of texts already rolling in. I, I got to ask you about the Spencer Wilson play. We had his dad on the uh, the show because he called in, and uh, you know his dad was so happy for him. And and Spencer, I know, had never caught a football since uh, like he was five years old. You know, in the end zone for a touchdown. So uh, take us through that play if you don't mind. Well, I mean. We we try to like you said I I, I want to win and the first first thing you do when you design plays is you want to make sure it'll work or you hope it'll work you're not doing something just to be cute and uh, I felt like uh, that was a play that uh, we had could use against this team um, and Spencer lining up in his normal spot he checks in and then ultimately uh, we just design a play to to make him an eligible receiver and. And they, he got lost, and uh, we ran it a couple times in practice. So we didn't even have to close practice. We 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 ran it, and nobody nobody uh, threw it out on the internet. But it was one of those things. I felt the two point play at that time was still vital. We had missed the one before. I wanted to get us up to a three position lead. Called it, executed it perfectly, and. Bo gave him a little softy. If he dropped that one, he was going to be in trouble. But uh, I had great faith in him. He, he caught everyone in practice, too, so we were happy for him. He's the head coach of the Calgary Stampeders, Dave Dickinson. Hey, if you want to talk to the coach, this is your chance right here on Sports Talk with Jock for Tom Sousa Pizza. 403-974-TALK, 403-974-8255. Toll free out of town, 1-800-563-7770. You know the drill. Easy to call, easy to text. One number does it all. You can give us a follow on Twitter as well at sports on 770. My email address is jock at newstalk770.com. More with the coach, your chance to talk to the coach when we come back.
He is the head coach of the Calgary Stampeders, coming off a 60-1 to victory over the Hamilton Tiger Cats, 4-1-1 and through the first six games of the season. The Toronto Argonauts are up next. That is on Thursday night, so a quick turnaround for the Calgary Stampeders. Uh, we got John standing by in the phone lines, but I'll, I'll go quickly uh, with the text line. And this one is, first of all, um, it doesn't leave a name, but he says, question for Dave, if Kamar Jordan is sidelined, does that mean DeVaris will move to the slot next game, and does it also mean uh, Reggie Bagleton is going to be activated. Uh, we're, we're talking that over. Certainly worked pretty good at the end of the game, so that's certainly a good option. I can't obviously see him mark and come off the field, so mm-hmm. he'll be first man up, but he's played in the slot as well, which gives us some options there. Um, right now, as far as on our, our depth chart, we have Reggie Bagleton and, and uh, Jarrett Boykin, so one of those guys will come up tomorrow and uh, uh, be a special teams player and, and uh provide depth at the receiver position. Okay, another question. Uh, this texter says, I thought Winton McManus was an unsung hero on special teams. Any thoughts on uh, McManus's play? Yeah, you got our special teams player of the game. Besides, we gave Roy as well because that great return, but um, you got to honor those guys that are they're doing the gritty work, the blocking, and, and making tackles. And uh, We were looking for some production out of our linebacker position on special teams. We found him late and didn't even come to camp, and uh, it was a nice addition. He's been playing well. Uh, this one from Darren on the text line. Darren says, uh, Bo said after the game he's playing through some stuff. Uh, any concerns with your with your quarterback? Yeah, I, I saw that. I mean, we're all kind of sore and all that, so uh, not me, but the players. <laughs> and uh, um, So, you know what, he's, he's been keeping himself healthy, and, uh, you know, he takes care of his body. Uh, obviously, uh, a little bit of soreness. And, and that's the other thing that's good. It's a five-day week. You don't want your guys necessarily, if you can, to be super sore. So I think we did the right thing, and and, uh, no, he'll be good to go this week. Good stuff. Uh, let's go to the phone lines. Uh, John, uh, John, you're on the air with head coach uh, Dave Dickinson. Hey, coach, just checking on number 90. We get to see him when he's on the TV and on the road, but we don't get to see him at home. Is there a reason for that, or what's happening with Big Mike there? Uh, with Clausen? Mike Clausen, yes. Yeah, no, we we've, uh, we signed Mike uh, to try to give us that depth that we wanted, and he's played uh, about half of our games. Um, but we we're kind of in and out on the ratio right now. We we also signed Brian Hall this off season, and and it, depending on how our ratio goes, whether we use the Canadian or American, we keep them both fresh and healthy. And he's competing hard. I like him as a player. I thought he was improving too. He's in a different system here than he was Montreal. So he's doing the right things. And uh, you know when he gets his chances, I think he'll play well. Well, we'll keep coming, and hopefully we'll see him at home. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Obviously, a Mike Clausen fan there uh, joining us I, on yeah, Sports. That's good, though. I know I, I got the Splumbos guys always ask, too, for uh, <laughs> Mike. And it, I'm glad he's here, too. He's been a nice addition. Well, you know what? Uh, I know the UFC folks were, were tickled pink when uh, Andrew Buckley hits uh, Anthony Parker. And that was the UFC connection. That was, uh, that was nice to see. Yeah, you know, and I, I, you know, I always wonder, you know, we have other, you know, we talk and somebody's, you know, why is this, why is that? And a lot of times with the receivers, guys, it's just opportunity. So, you know, you say Mark Quay didn't get any, any balls this way. Well, Anthony was playing in his position when he caught that touchdown, and, and he did a nice job. Anthony is very versatile. He's played multiple, multiple positions for us and does a nice job. So um, good to reward him. Like you say, I'm sure those guys have done that a few times, and it was a nice connection. 
Uh, on the Buckley front, this text from Mike. Mike says, uh, hey, uh, Jock and, and Coach, with Buckley going 10 for 10, including that trick play where he completed one to himself, uh, do you think Bolivar Mitchell is is, uh, is not starting for the uh, game against the Argos this week? Uh, that was said in jest, but uh, uh, <laughs> obviously from that standpoint. But, yeah, I guess you know your night's going well when you, uh, when you bounce one to yourself. I think you said after the game, though, you kind of wish he would have dropped that one. Well, he wants to stay perfect, so it hurt his yards per attempt, though, because he got a minus four on it. So if he's going to do it, he needs to at least get back to the line of scrimmage. So he's young, though. He'll learn. He'll learn. Definitely uh, will learn. Um, let's. Uh, I know we got another call coming in here shortly. We're just going to get that set up on the board. But I'll ask you about the Toronto Argonauts with the the quick turnaround, with the only one uh, practice this week. And I would say the Argos have been, you know, one of the real nice stories of the Canadian Football League this season. Obviously, the Mark Tressman, Ricky Ray connection, um, you know, they have found some magic there in Toronto. They're playing. They're playing fairly well. I think they've got good talent. I think they upgraded there, and then they got the stability. I have a lot of respect for Mark. I think uh, I don't know him personally, but uh, he did a great job. I thought he resurrected some careers and made guys that were good players great players. So I certainly think he's doing a great job over there. And, and obviously with Rick, uh, Ricky's been a good player for a long, long time. And I think you know sometimes you get new coaches, a new system, you got to get that. I don't know, a little extra energy and you and do that. The one thing about it is uh they're they're not beating themselves. Um they they basically last game in SAS they made a they didn't touch a guy down, they would have had a chance to win that game at the end and it was very competitive. So we know SAS is a good team as well, and that was on the road, so we'll have to play well to beat them. Yeah, and and of course, uh, with only one practice, you know, you, you've mentioned that a couple of times, but but really, you know, th- this team right now, I would say, is is feeling pretty good about themselves. So you just don't want to go in too overconfident uh, against the Argos. That would be the case. Yeah, I mean, we we hope we don't get that way because you'll you'll get humbled real fast. It's going to be a dogfight, and also we've never up until last year we had poor success in Toronto, and so uh, we 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 try to like take little baby steps and i thought we had a good job against them last year different team still there's a lot of like people from toronto on our team and they get a lot of family and tickets and all that so we got to focus on the game and and make sure we just go out there and 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 we're ready to go we're gritty we're looking forward to it and 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 see if we can get a win another question on the text line Uh, this texter says uh, any concern about what the eskimos are doing are you just uh, business as usual trying to uh, trying to do your own job the eskimos obviously off to a great five and oh start yeah, I mean, uh, they're they're rolling. I thought they played a great game. I watched it. Uh, I felt like they were the better team, and uh, and they got uh, great quarterback play as well, which helps drive the the team. And uh, they've got injuries too. I mean, there's you, you name a team, there's probably all of us in the same boat. So um, always good, like I say, to get wins at the beginning. We haven't played them yet. Uh, we'll get the back to back with them here soon enough, but. We'll take care of hopefully the games in front of us and, and figure that out when we get there. So with the bye week coming up, Coach, uh, what, what is the plan? Uh, you know, for for the uh, for the stretch after the Argo game. Uh, we give the guys a good week plus to, to do what they need to do. Now I'm hoping that if they're hurt or if they've got anything, they should be around and and they understand our next opponent is still it's BC, so it'll be a tough game. But you need to catch your breath and you need to go do something and get away from football a little bit without. Uh, you got to take care of your body. That's the first thing is you got to make sure you're feeling fresh uh, mentally and physically when you come back. And, and we give these guys, they're men, so they get a little time. Even as coaches, we'll get four or five days off. We'll check out our self-scout. We'll look at what we've done, what we're good at, our tendencies, and uh, and try to analyze those type of things and, and hopefully have a better understanding of how teams will defend us. One more quick text that just came in. Uh, is Ricky Ray doing anything differently this year under Mark Tressman, or is it just the fact that he's healthy, do you think? 
Well, the first thing you got to say is he's got great receivers. I mean, he's he's got tight. He's always thrown a nice ball. He's always been one of the most accurate guys out there, and and really he knows where he can put the ball. And a lot of times these guys aren't necessarily open, but they are making a plays for him. And yeah, let's be honest, Mark Tressman's had a good offense and a good system, and and Ricky's uh, uh, to me an astute quarterback, so he's going to follow and and do the things for success. And uh, overall, their team's just better. They're 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 dangerous. They've got, like you said, some real playmakers. Uh, I think they're obviously. I don't want to trash on the previous guys, but uh, I do think right now their players are fitting their system, and uh, they're dangerous. Well, Coach, I appreciate your time once again. We get a little double dip this week because we're also going to talk to you on Friday night after the Argo game. So, uh, thanks so much for your time tonight, and uh, look forward to Friday. Okay. See you All right. Bye. Dave Dickinson, head coach, the Calgary Stampeders. Half hour with the coach for Tom's House of Pizza. Sports Talk with Jock brought to you by the Alberta Motor Transport Association, reminding you that speed limits vary in different areas. Know the limit and stay in the zone. We're going to get into the zone with Kevin Smith. Lots and lots to talk about in the world of baseball as we're going to talk a little bit about the trade deadline in Major League Baseball and then Dogs at Baseball Talk with John Ericandia. That is coming up just after 7.30 tonight. This is Sports Talk with Jock. This is News Talk 770. Sports Talk with Jock. Weekdays from 6.30 to 8 p.m. on News Talk 770 Calgary. CHQR.